This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, so I think we're in the middle of Lamed Aleph, Om Alexander Hafridisi. Kisibas HaMachloikis, yeah, everyone has, is it Alex, that we're holding, or do you? Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. I'm Alexander Fedisi. Alexander Fedisi was, was some sort of philosopher who lived, um, I don't know, like like the year 200 and was considered to be from the great commentators on Aristotle, who preceded him by a few hundred years. Um, most of his work was written in Arabic, I think. There are three reasons why there's disagreements. Achas mehem, because people want to be right and people are arguing and fighting, so um, it, it has a lot to, so it, it, there's a mental block against giving in to somebody else and, and so on. So it has to do with Midas. If the, if the subject matter itself is extremely difficult, um, extremely fine, and not easy to grasp, and the third one is um, if the person's lack of ability. Now, I mean, just to kind of uh, it's, it's not very important to I me. Mean, he's he's going off f- f- with it somewhere else. But really, I mean, the second and third one are one and the same in a certain sense. If I if I to ask myself, why can't this um, crane lift this this uh, rack? So I'm going to say the rack is too heavy. It's it's really one and the same. If I say the rack is too heavy or the crane is not strong enough, I, I'm I'm saying the same thing. In in human in in normal human interaction, we use a certain path of the course. We we say okay, most people have an, an IQ of 100. This material requires 150 IQ to grasp. So so there we're designating the material as being particularly difficult. On the other hand, the material might be the type of material that 100 uh, IQ could grasp, but this person happens to have an 80 IQ. So in, in, but, but it boils down to the same thing, a mismatch between the person um, grasping the per- and the material to be grasped. But whatever, that's, that's, I mean, it's not terribly relevant here. Now he says, <clears throat> um, There's a fourth reason which he doesn't, which he doesn't uh, mention. They didn't have it. In other words, once you get used to certain ideas, um, then anything different becomes a problem. So Lamashal, when a person has, um, one of the reasons why a, a new way of thinking about something in science or whatever it is, is difficult, is because um, people are used to thinking a certain way. We're used to understanding something a certain way, and the, and and undoing that is very difficult. So he gives much simpler examples. He says, um, it, you'll see sometimes people who live in the in the sticks. 
כפי מה שהם המיתו חיצת רשם וגופם, they don't shower terribly often, והדה הנוס וצויק הפרנסה, and they have very few pleasures and a lot of difficulty with פרנסה, ימסו המדינוס להונה בנוסם, they don't enjoy the final pleasures of life, they're unsophisticated, and anything that requires a fine and developed sense of things, they're not going to have it. And they'll choose, they'd rather choose something that they used to, but is garbage, uh, whether it's food or drink, whatever it is, um, than to try something new. They don't care about living in a big mansion, wearing finer clothing. So you see that pleasures, even physical pleasures, are very much something you get used to and, and, and you don't, you know, and, and uh, it's hard to change. Certainly um, paradigms, mental paradigms that you, you think in a certain way, you have certain w- ways of looking at something, that doesn't change easily. Um, so so um, the the uh, a person finds it hard to adapt to a new way of thinking. So a person um, cannot understand the truth if we have become used to to understanding things krum. Um, so, so he's basically saying, if you grow up and God has a big beard and, and, uh, and a long hand, then that's the picture you have and it becomes ingrained and you have a hard time releasing it. So you got used to learning Chumash as a child. The Psukim attached to you, Kipshuto, and, and you just keep on chazim the picture of God with having all sorts of hands and feet and so on. The, the Psukim seem to sound like we're talking about physical attributes, which is not true. They're really all metaphors. I'm going to explain to you later on why it is that the Torah does choose to speak with these metaphors. But at, but Lemaise, but it creates a problem for us. He's going to explain later that it's a necessity, but but Lemaise, there's a collateral damage that we become used to thinking of Hashem as in a certain way, and, and we stick with it. He said, um, this idea that um, because a person um, has needs to have things said in a way where there's boundaries, physical metzias, is only in the mitis So this idea of 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 having a um, 
the idea of the emis of the tzur that that it's that that it really does not have any type of shape and form and so on. This is not only a baleyamuna, but it's something that it's not only a tayur exerus akosiv. It's an emis and it's a mitzis. It's something that the seichel itself should be omer on its emis. And if we don't have it, it's because. Um, we're used to it, and, and our mind can't think out of the framework that it is, um, th- that's, that's uh, beyond that. Okay, periclamic base. Data ma'ima morizeh, shehine, yikre basogus asichlis, mipnei sheinitlis bechoyma, dova yidme lamashikra asogus achushius. Now, um, he says there's a phenomena that happens in our um, mental cognition that is very similar to what happens to our sensory input. And he's going to draw a parallel from one to the other. And he's continuing with the idea of Seichel trying to understand things it can't understand and, and making mistakes. He's, so he's going to draw a parallel between the two in Yanim. Vehu. When you look with your eyes, um, um, so a person has a limit to what he could see. A person can see um, at 200 feet, this and this. When you're going to push yourself to see beyond that point, you're going to push your 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 senses to try to perceive something beyond or you're going to be looking at an extremely thin and fine line that you really is is it's under the threshold of what the eye could discern um, and you're going to squint and try very hard to 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 push to see something that you really can't see. So he says, It's not only that you're going to start not seeing well whatever you're looking at, you know, it's going to start becoming kind of fuzzy. Your sense will become weakened in general. Pressing and straining your senses to try and to see something and 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 that they that is too difficult for them strains the eye the air whatever it is and everything comes out fuzzy when your eye is strained everything is fuzzy so so somebody will come along and say i don't say something i, I can look at this table and share it looks very clear to me and i look at this extremely fine line which i really don't have any ability to see and i keep looking at it now my eyes the haze over, and I can't see, and, and even the chair and, and the desk look very hazy. So, so, so it means, so he says that, that's what happens, because what you did was by straining any part of yourself, and the mushroom is giving physical senses, you, you lose, you, you go backwards on it. The same thing will happen with thinking. If you push yourself to think about things that you're really not ready to think or not able to think, 
you're going to begin not to not understand even the things that you ought to understand. You sometimes meet um, a person who it, it's it's um, he gets like he gets starts getting involved in 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 hakiras about things that don't exist really, and and then it becomes a pattern that everything he, it, it's like whereas a normal had when he was in, in his regular thinking mode, you know things made sense. And and a and a equals two a and b and b equals two b and that's that. Then he starts fakriching, and then everything becomes a mishmash, and 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 his his thinking becomes very tortuous and and just out of shape. So the Ramam says the chen kiyitzav zei yikari basagas asiches v'hu sheata im tamur al asafik v'loy toyne nafshal hamik es moifis mashainol moifis. If you will be honest with yourself. And not try to bring proofs to things that don't have proof. And you're not going to try to say that something that you can't bring a proof to it is not emes. That's shleimus is where the person understands exactly what his mind can understand, and he uses it to understand it, and what the limits are, and the mind is not really a perfect arbiter of right and wrong in those areas. So knowing what is knowable, um, what is, and, and understanding what's possible to know, and understanding what we can know some of it, and understanding what can't be known, and keeping those darn clear, will we'll, we'll keep a person out of uh, theological harm. The person is going to be, um, do well. So this is the paradigm of Akiva who went in. And so the Ramam is now going on the four people that went into Pardis and the type of mistake they made and what happened to them. Um, what's interesting is there's a word here from from the Chassam Seifer, which is really what the Ramam is saying. Chassam Seifer said that Rabbi Akiva was Yotze B'Shalom because he was Nichnas B'Shalom. So, so the Chassam Seifer means it in more in terms of Matthias Alev and in terms of Midos. So, if a person has an agenda, then then, and he goes into Pardes, he's going to find his agenda. So a person who is a clear mind and heart, and he wants only what's right and what's true and what's good, so he will go into Pardes and come out um, per, in perfectly good shape because he was a Nichlas Hashem A person who has issues going into it is going to come out with his issues um, in full bloom. So he says, you're going to try to understand beyond what humans can understand. If you're going to discount anything that can't be proven, you're going to become Elisha, um, which is the second one who went in, uh, uh, who became a Kaifa. 
You're not going to be missing Rabbi Kiva's darga of Pardis. You're going to end up becoming a bad person because um, you've messed up your sense of judgment of right and wrong and so on and so forth. Um, and basically, um, the 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 um, people who are going to um, look for things to understand things that can't be understood, they're going to overdo it. Um, so he's this is the perfect marshal for Alicia. He says, this marshal of overeating honey is a perfect marshal. He says, Chachma is compared to food, like Spain before, because that makes the person. Um, and it, he chose the best food, so, so honey is a wonderful food, but when you overdo it, the stomach can't hold it. So it's, it's, he's saying, you know, this, this understanding of metaphysics, of this Chachmas Apartis, if you don't keep it in its boundaries, it's going to be the exact problem like dvash. If you eat it b'shir, yizan ve'arvloi. V'im yosef yevir akoil. Le'oma pentes ben ve'katsabel oma v'akeyosa. So it doesn't. You don't become sick of it, but you throw up even the good food, even the good part. And he's 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 being medayik. It doesn't say like you 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 won't be able to eat more. You will throw up what you had before also. I, I want to just flesh out a little bit what is how a sushla was, how it worked. Um, chachma is chiyos adam. Chachma t'chayeh baleo. So chachma is the food of a person, in a sense. It's the nourishment of a person's spirit. The, um, the problem is when we take our chachma to be all-encompassing and all-knowing. And there's no end to the amount of topics we can deal with Chachma. So, um, and, and, and it's not true. So a person begins to try to use Chachma as a tool for things that are beyond Chachma, and the person basically has no clear kibble for it, and everything gets it, it tossed out because of it. Uh, let's let's give some applications of, of things that that he that he's hinting at when he says oh, an understanding of a Kaddish Baruch Hu with the kalim of seichel does not exist. So to try and to use what we call rational um, a, a process, what we call rational process to understand a Kaddish Baruch Hu doesn't exist. And the Rambam hints at this two or three times. He says. To, to say that something is wrong because I can't prove it. Can I prove 
that a God exists? No. Can I prove that, that, that this is wrong? No. Can I prove that? Oh, so then a person begins, you know, this, 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 this idea of, can I prove that there's anything wrong with, with killing somebody? There's no way I can prove it. I, I can talk back and forth into a blue, but proof doesn't apply to it. So, so all of a sudden, everything becomes unraveled. So the Ramam says it's, he's applied the tool of is it provable or not to something that doesn't, that that's not, it doesn't exist in that frame. And, if, and, and therefore the person loses everything because of it. So he had a nice, fine, decent human being. And then he's, he begins to use, you know, let me use my, can I prove that it's absolutely wrong? Can I prove that it's, that's, that, that this or that? And once the person gets into that, there's nothing, there's nothing in that world that can have those proofs. So, so basically, um, it, 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 and that's, it's a trap, I believe, when, when a person talks about Amuna. If the other person wants to put it into a box, will you be able to prove me that Because for the answer is no. I can, no one can prove that killing is wrong. And, um, you know, say, well, if you kill people, then what? Then the world loses out. I really don't care. But, but you know, but, but, but science might go backwards if you kill out important sciences, that and that. So, I mean, it, it, it doesn't, there's nothing, nothing has the type of proof that, that math has. It's a very different discipline. And when a person tries to apply it, he ends up losing even, so here you have a decent human being, and he's a mental person. And then once he got into his head, you know, that if it can't be proven, it's wrong, then, then he loses any decency he has. Because when you're using a tool, it's like somebody, if somebody uses a fork to eat soup, he will starve to death. And the more he dips his fork into the soup, the, the, the hungry he's going to get. Um, it's just not the tool for it. Uh, it, it, you know, it, it, people don't understand that there's a hidden axiom slipped in, and it is, can you prove? That means it should be provable. Um, let, let me take the same idea and put it in a different context where I think everybody will, 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 will realize it. Let's say I have a friend of mine who's a great connoisseur of art, and he says to mm, me... I don't know that one. Oh, I, he says to me that, um, um, you know what? He, he says to me that I, um, I, I'm, you know, th- this is a nicer painting than this. And I tell him, can you prove it? So, um, there's no shaykhs So I'll tell him, so all, all your talk about nice art and better art and weaker than that is nonsense because you can't prove it. And we're, we're bali seichel. And the answer is, it's like using, it's like using a hammer to, to, put a, to, to knock a screw in, uh, or using a screwdriver to knock a nail in. It's not the right tool for it. So there's not going to be a, any way to do it. Extending your seichel to a world where seichelis doesn't exist is, is going to unhinge the entire seichel. It's like sit and divide by zero. If you keep doing it long enough, you won't be able to divide anything by anything. You're, you're, you're going to lose it. Vazenin Ama Valtesayasum, Vazeram's Omer Shmoy Ragnachok Ashatel Hobesal Kim, 
a person needs to use seichel. It's an extraordinary tool. And wherever seichel applies, a person needs to use seichel. But wherever seichel doesn't apply, then seichel is not, um, is no shaykhist. So to patch it with things that 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 Adam can't be masig is is bad. But says this a little sharper. He says, what does it mean, he says, the kvoid koinoi in a person is his seichel. The piece in our personality that is a, a, a nakuda of a lakus is the seichel. And a person who blows his mind is, 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 is being mechalel the Nakuda of Alakus. He's not Chasal Kvoit Koinai. This, by the way, is also the Rambam has an extraordinarily sharp um, Perik about drinking, about how he thinks drinking yourself drunk is something that is is terrible. It's worse than having an orgy. He uses that, that Lashem. I mean, he describes it graphically. Um, and because by the Rambam, Something that distorts seichel um, is the worst possible thing a person would do to himself. I guess maybe in Shiva that a little more levuchim, so they never got to that peric. But upon him, the 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 the, the Rambam, by the Rambam, something that caused my shverzachan evracha. Um, he, he died of cancer. He had uh, two three months. He was suffering, and he wouldn't take any painkillers. He refused. And once they slipped the painkiller into, into his drink, he was very upset. And, and it was by him and a thing, he wanted to be in control of his mind till the end. He, he felt he needed to make decisions, he needed to be able to do things, and anything that would affect his thinking, he was extremely, extremely um, you know, wary of. He wouldn't let anything affect his seichel. Um, by the way, my brother in Nosetzvi also, he had Parkinson's and they suggested surgeries that might have alleviated a lot of it. He was very weary of, of, of losing a certain, he might lose some of a, a fine sense of judgment that he needs to make, and he, and he was very scared of that. So, if he, so when he gets fakus or he doesn't have a riot for something, he doesn't, he doesn't disprove something. He doesn't see it as this He'll stand. This is certainly not meant in any way that a person should not use a seichel to understand what could be understood. Um, some people say the machmer. They say since since some thinking might lead. To, to bed uh, to, to, to Kfira, so Xera will, will just stop thinking. It's, you know, it's a, uh, I, 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 um, 
I once said there's a there's a chassidish uh, darshan, not a darshan. It's a huge talmud chacham, Sinai Malevsky, Malevensky. He he um he he's a vicious dynasty, right? Dyna, vicious dynasty thing, and he also gives a lot of lectures and different things, like a lot of chachmas. He's a very learned person, so he gave so a, a lot of his stuff is done nitlnach. So he spoke about the different you know, dates that they have for when they celebrate their, their, their day. So he, he actually spoke about it and he, and he spoke about Nittelnacht. So he said, you know, so you have all these different days. How do you know which is Nittelnacht? So he said, the glatz, the mahalach that gets you out of all fake is, is from when they start saying the St. Alamotta till they say the same bracha, you don't learn any night whatsoever. That's very glad that, you know, takes you out of all fakes. And and said if you dafka want a krikharain, so we'll try to be bavard in a little bit. So I upon him, a person would say, Well, so what do I need to think and be misbainim is ayin? Akashbok gave us a seikh to do that. Um and he says, the fools and the lazy people, Ashayitavlahem, she is simuchasroin of Siusum, Shlaimus for Chachma, they turn their shortcomings and lack of understanding into some sort of mila. So the person who thinks and understands, they say he's kriching. They who choose not to understand anything, and he quotes the pasuk some chosh over the choshech. Aval kavana kula lehagit sheish asech leshigvul yamer etzlo. By the way, velotedaktik milos never seichel b'zeh perik zolosi kavana hayeshore al inyan mechuven lamitis musa seichel. Uh, it says, I'm, when I'm talking here about Seichel, I'm talking about what's, knowledge, what's understandable and so on and so forth. Um, I, I want to add one more point over here. Um, th- th- you know, people speak about the difference between an academic or, or a Torah person. This is the difference. An academic starts with the Yisraelis, that there is nothing that is not... Um, that that's not discernible by seichel. Um, it, it limits the idea that there is that seichel is limited. Doesn't exist in that perspective. It, it exists in theory. Everyone everyone will will be motivated that this you know there's a limit to IQ. But the idea that I dare not approach something that is at the edge of my understanding or beyond my edge of understanding, because making a mistake is machavalomis, and because my say at this point I stop and I'm humbled. That doesn't exist. Uh, an Ish HaTorah um, starts that as an axiom. Just like the academic person starts with the axiom that everything is uh, judiciable, everything is, the mind can judge everything, and, 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 and uh, you know, you may be right or wrong, but everything falls under Seichel, human Seichel, is, is a given. It's the axiom. And our axiom is Atkan. Um, there's a gvul, and we, we part of of being accomplished in Havana is knowing the gvul, versus you know working as hard as you can within the gvul and not stepping outside the gvul. Danny, you got a triple mazel tov. Uh, Danny Zuckerman had triplets, um, so uh, two boys and a girl. Yeah, yeah. Mazel tov, mazel tov. Wow, that's uh, uh, how many did you have before? Uh, two boys and a girl. That's uh, before. Yeah. And now you have again. Yeah. Huh? 
We have a hand for each one. <laughs> Amazing, astounding, okay. Um, yeah. We're looking for volunteers to do babysitting in case anybody has extra time. We have, uh, okay, I, I, I hope, I'm sure you have help. I hope you have help. I mean, uh, yeah, fantastic uh, help. Okay. I see doctors get protection. His wife is a doctor, so I guess doctors are able to get three for the price of one or something like that. That's the, very, very nice. Okay, any questions, any points? Rebbe, is this idea that um, that uh, the academics, um, they don't, the way they see a world is limited to you know what they can see and nothing beyond that? Is that a tightening against them? Meaning, if you don't have the terror to be mamshech weiter, so then of course you know I'm going to see the world within the perspective that Seichel allows me to see it, and that's within the framework right. of Seichel and nothing beyond. So it's not right. necessarily tightening against. So it, it is correct. It's two points. First of all. The first of all, that's that's if, if I don't have Torah, I could speculate about the mind knowing or not knowing everything, but I certainly don't have to accept that. Uh, I have no reason to think not. So, so it's bad some caution with a moon in the sense accepting a branch of means as a limit. Um, Rev Soloveitchik in, in Lonely Man of Faith in his Akdama, he says something. Along this, straight along these lines, in, in mo, on an emotional level, he says, um, you know, he, he says that the, the, the gap or the, um, the struggle between science or the man of science and the man of Torah is unbridgeable. And he says, I'm not talking about the dinosaur bones and all that stuff. It's nonsense. It doesn't bother me. You know, he, he wasn't into the dry techno stuff. But he, he says an extraordinary, extraordinarily good muscle. He says... When, you, when the man of science and the man of Torah, the Torah man and the science man, or the man of faith, I think it was not Torah, I think it was the man of faith, when they come across Mount Everest, this huge mountain, so the instinct of the man of Torah is, I am humbled. I've been put into my place. In man of science is, I will, I will climb and overcome this mountain. In other words, the sense that there can be anything above me, beyond me, um, greater than me, is something that I resist in a very, very gut level. Whereas um, the, 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 the Ish Hatayra, or the man of faith, starts the other way around. There is a Ben Shalom, and I've, I've, I've gotten up to this point. But, but it's important to understand that when science talks from the perspective of Seichel, they've, they've put an axiom into place. It's an axiom that at first glance seems fine, but it has no basis. The idea that everything is possible to put into Seichel um, is not clear that that should be so. We know that phenomena, art is something that um, we can't put into Seichel. Now, we may, we may say that art doesn't exist. It's just personal feelings. There's no real sense of beauty. You, you go back and forth on it, but Seichel is not going to be the arbiter of it. Okay, good. 